Tapes and Scouts, a podcast where two friends review every single movie they watch. Welcome back. You are listening to the sweet, somber sounds of Tapes and Scouts, a podcast about movies for movies, possibly is a movie. Whoa. I never considered that. Yeah, one day. It's like the Truman Show. It's kind of like the Truman Show. Do you ever think about the Truman Show when you're masturbating? I have not. You should. Everybody get on that. That's the Jim Carrey movie I haven't thought about while I was masturbating. Oh, that's the one? Yeah. Oh, you should. Ed Harris is in that. I love Ed Harris. Well, you will when you're masturbating. I mean, I I think about other Ed Harris movies. Oh, okay. So there's like the weird intersection of other Jim Carrey movies, other Ed Harris movies, but never them two. Maybe it's just too much pleasure and I'd explode. Well, you need variety of your Ed Harris. Sometimes I'm a history of violence kind of guy. Sure. Sometimes not. No. Sometimes that's too much violence. That's too much violence, too much Viggo Mortensen dong. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's a, it's an okay dong. Oh, it's a fine dong. I'm it's not, a fine dong, it's ladies. It's just sometimes I'm not and into, yeah, sometimes I'm not into Aragorn's dong. It just happens. It happens. Oh, well, we already got the episode title, I guess. Um... <laughs> Max, how are you? I'm good. How about you? I am also doing well. I've got a little energy left. Let's do this thing. Okay. You uh you want to go uh you want to go first uh, this time? You want me to go first? I will go first. Let's do it then. How about 2016? That's a year they made movies. Confirmed. Okay. And I watched this film called Slight. Slight. Yeah. I watched it in November of 2020. It is the perfect length of 1 hour and 30 minutes. Good job, Slight. It is a thriller directed by Justin Dillard, starring Jacob Lattimore, Seychelle Gabriel, and one of my favorites, Dulé Hill. Mm. Love Dulé Hill. It sounds know. like a question. That's what I like about it. Yeah. The IMDb movie summary, a young street magician is left to care for his little sister after their parents passing and turns to illegal activities to keep a roof over their heads. When he gets in too deep, his sister's kidnapped and he's forced to use his magic and his mind to save her. Sleight of hand, huh? Sleight of hand. He's Perfect. a street magician. Yeah, so it's, it's really cool. When I, So uh, this is not an A24, but... Feels like it. it feel, the trailer will make you think it's an A24 because they so grossly missed the point in the trailer. So I watched this and I thought it was a magician who had superpowers and he was just like hiding his superpowers by being a magician and being like, oh, it's a magic trick. Wink, wink. I have superpowers. He has no superpowers whatsoever. So do Hmm. not go into this movie thinking it's a superhero movie. And I think when we get into the scores, I think a lot of people had the same issue. Same thing we saw with Uncut Gems. Right. A24, get it together with (laughs) your trailers. Yeah, this was, um, I want to say that this was an early uh, Blumhouse I'm not 100% on that. I don't want to talk entirely out of my ass, but I did see Blumhouse around it, so it may have been Ryan Blum adjacent in the production. I feel like you've mentioned this director before. Am I imagining things? I think you're imagining things. Oh, good. Okay. (laughs) Um, Oh, no. (laughs) um, But, yeah, it's a really cool idea. The concept is he's just legitimately trying. He's a street performer. He's still going to school. Like, you know what I mean? As in, like, trying to go to college, trying to make an actual way in life. He's got his sister to take care of. He's got a house to keep up with. And so he sells drugs on the side. And so, of course, he's doing pretty well with it. And the the big kingpin of the area is Dulé Hill, who, if you know from Psych, is a complete turn for this role. He's the bad guy. It's great. Yeah, he's a good heavy. And so 
he, you know, kind of brings him into the fold a little bit and things start to fall apart as they often do when people are brought further into the fold. And so he kind of has to kind of ramp up and figure things out. He can't really handle all the pressure and it ends up kind of cracking and his sister gets taken because he's not doing what he's supposed to as per Dulay Hill's instructions. Mm. And so he has to get her back and you find out kind of the depth of his magicking and he uses all of his like know-how and knowledge to be like, all right, I'm going to do this and try to get her back and you know what I mean? Save the day, as it were. Which That's, is the flash paper go up, man. It's really a cool idea, very unique concept, and the characters feel really fleshed out. The performances are all solid. Direction's good, not like anything that you're gonna be like, holy shit, that direct like you know what I mean? The the filmmaking's good. Not anything like that's going to blow you away, but it's all solid and serves to, you know what I mean, kind of lift the story, which is the point, right? Nice. IMDb gives us a 5.9 out of 10. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes critics, 45 critics gave the 78%. It's a big difference. The audience, 5,000 plus, plus. Uh, 52%, mm. which I think is pretty tragic. I think that underserves. I think you're getting a good movie. I think people just didn't get their expectations met. I think they were going in for a like su- a new superhero, like a low kind of, like a heroes-esque kind of like low-key superhero, like slight powers that might be interesting, right? right. Slight. But that's not the case. It's a drama that's what you're getting, kind of this character study. It's a really good, really interesting concept. So just go in open-minded. I think you'll get a lot out of it. I give it a 7.5 out of 10. That's interesting. So IMDb being just shy of a 6, mm-hmm. that's that's probably where many people would land. I think so. I think but they're not going to say it's a trailer. bad film, but they were just going to be like, I was disappointed with it. I think it's going to be the large review for the average viewer, especially if they watch the trailer first. Magicians are just nerdy con men. Right. That's all it is. That's right. That's all it is. Well... My next movie, I'm going to do something strange. Because I'm going to talk about a movie in a trilogy, and it's the second part of this trilogy. Ooh. And we have not on the podcast reviewed the first or third. This is fantastic. It's very weird. Did you know about this before you watched the film? This was randomly decided by Cliff. That's Hi, Cliff. Right. I was with Cliff. We were drinking some. Uh-huh. And he said, hey, man, we still haven't watched Darkman 2, The Return of Durant. Hmm. So... Which we watched part one with you over on Superliminal Films. We did. Plug, plug, plug. You can go listen to our commentary. Yes, Darkman. We love Darkman is mm-hmm. the point here. So I love Darkman maybe way too much. I feel I think Max is in the boat with me. I am. Uh, Cliff I am. enjoyed Darkman. So he's like, hey, let's just watch Darkman 2. Sure. I said, I'll only do it if you plan on watching Darkman 3 in a reasonable amount of time. That still hasn't happened, Cliff. We got to do that. But Darkman 2, The Return of Durant. Oh, it's from 1995. I watched it. No, I was drunk. IMDb Minutes, an hour 33. Okay. Action Crime Horror, directed by Bradford May. That's not Sam Raimi. It's not. Mm. And Arnold Voslow is not Liam Neeson. No, you know, that's weird. <laughs> Starring Arnold Voslow, Larry Drake, and Kim Delaney. Still love that Larry Drake came back to reprise his he role, He's the only one who came back from the original movie. I'm a big Larry... Well, he's passed now, but I, I'm, I'm still a big Larry Drake fan. He's, you know, this movie's not amazing, but he is so good in this. Um, it's very weird and silly that he's in it. Yeah. Um, you've seen this, right? I have. Recently? Probably not. No. <laughs> yeah. So your IMDb movie summary, Darkman and Durant return, and they hate each other as much as ever. This time, Durant has plans to take over the city's drug trade using high-tech weaponry. Darkman must step in and try to stop Durant once and for all. Mm. My bullet points, drinking with Cliff. Right. Hi, Cliff. Hi. <laughs> 
Cliff, you sound different. <laughs> no, I was also saying hi. Oh. I was greeting Cliff. Oh. Uh, Arnold Voslo, good actor, but this is a weird role. Right. And he's got like an accent. He's just so not Liam Neeson that it's weird. Like they didn't make him drop the accent. They were just like, whatever, straight to VHS probably. And, right. Like, oh, yeah. Shit. Most assuredly. So, I mean, Liam Neeson really crushes it in the first one, I think. Oh, my God. He's so good. And, and to see what Liam Neeson has since become is fantastic. Yes. Uh, but Larry Drake uh, really rules in this bullshit movie. He's awesome. It makes no sense that he's there. If you're not familiar with Darkman 1, he blow up in a helicopter that crashes into a bridge or something at yep, the same time. Yep, yep. He quite gone. He, yep. But his body's somehow intact, and they just Frankenstein him. It, it doesn't make sense. Mm-mm. But if you can just turn your brain off for that moment, Larry Drake's back, and he's great in this. That's all that matters. It really is. This uh, is not a very thoughtful movie. It's just, hey, let's do some more silly stuff. Sure. Um, Voslo's fine. It's fine. Yeah. What year was this again? This is 95. This was like around the time of Alec Baldwin's Shadow, when it's like, yes. for some reason, we're obsessed with pulp characters. The Phantom. And the Phantom came yeah. back, and yeah, they were trying the, a bunch of things. Yeah. Um, but this just didn't have the funding, I guess. You know, I still, I, I haven't watched either The Phantom or The Shadow, but man, I had a soft spot for both of those films. I remember loving The Shadow so much. Those toys? I have some of them. Oh, they're hanging on my wall. Love the toys. The, the invisible one with the cape and... My wow. favorite was the uh, the one that became the shadow, and you pushed his head down and like turned his nose to hold it down. Then you had a whole separate head with cape and hat that you put over top. Just so good, amazing, great action figures. Action figure podcast coming never. Let's just be honest. Yeah, but um, do enjoy me an action figure. Oh, so good. Yeah, yeah, the shadow man. Yeah, uh, maybe we'll do a pulpy episode one of these ones. One of a, we're gonna have to organize that to make it work on here. But yeah, we should absolutely. Maybe we'll just do a pulp special. I love those pulp. You know, I love that kind of mm. stuff. Doc Savage, all that. Kind of like pulp. Doc it's Savage. Just, there's a movie we could do. Doc yeah. Savage as well. Yeah, some cool pulp. Pulp is great. Kids. I'd, read more pulp is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's out there for you to consume. Yeah. So yeah, Darkman Two is not that great, and I really don't think we need to go too much more into it. Darkman, if you're not familiar, watch the first one. It's about a guy who's a scientist gets all burned up by some gangsters. It was Sam Raimi, which is awesome. His yes. brother's in there with a machine gun leg. Like this is all you need to hear to go start watching Darkman. Worth your time. There's an funny gag with an elephant that everybody keeps bringing up <laughs> it's good yeah this one is not so imdb <laughs> score 5.1 out of 10 okay the critics seven of them on rotten tomatoes 29 percent. see this is where we can step in people we could get us on itunes rate and review you push a button you type stuff like literally just the word <laughs> stuff and it's good i can't mm. wait to see more stuffs you it's know? gonna be good the audience over rotten tomatoes 19 percent 10,000 plus. Yikes. Yes. Yikes. Now, I've got three scores for this. Okay. Mine, Cliff, and the Phenometer. Because Cliff said this has a very fun feel to it. Okay. So, I gave it a four. Okay. Cliff gave it a 4.5. Okay. But Cliff insists that I mention that it is a 7.0. If you drink and watch it with friends, it is a super fun watch. Okay. I like I like the camp idea where it's just like it's more fun to like make fun of it, laugh. You're having a good time. It, you, it brings you closer to friends because it's pushing you away so hard as a film. <laughs> yeah, especially if you've watched the first one and how good the first one is to then see this one. The first one is good in spite of itself. Like right. on, on paper, the concept is ridiculous and yep. it's like it shouldn't work, but it does because Sam Raimi's such a good director well, and Liam Neeson elevates the material a lot it's one of those things like you said if you give us a set of rules as long as you follow them we're good and they gave you a set of rules and they followed them they did so 
That's right. And then they broke them for this one. <laughs> yeah, they didn't care for this one. That's right. What else you got? I got 2001, but it's not a space oh, odyssey. Stop doing it to me. I get so excited. It is, in fact, a training day. Oh, okay. I watched this in November of 2020. It is two hours and two minutes. It is a thriller directed by Anton Fuqua, starring the Denzel Washington, Ava Mendez, and the Ethan Hawk. Dr. Dre. Yeah, Snoop Dogg's in that. Mm-hmm. 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 So good. Uh, your summary for this one is a rookie cop spends his first day as an L.A. narcotics officer with a rogue detective who isn't what he appears to be. Ooh. Um, my bullet point thoughts on this movie is best exclamation point Denzel exclamation point ever exclamation point. Yeah, it's tough to argue if somebody says this is their favorite Denzel. It's this Denzel is unbelievable. So minor spoilers. Get ready. Yeah. Turn it off if you don't want to hear spoilers. Denzel is the bad guy in this movie. Right. And he is such a fucking good bad guy. Right. You don't know he's a bad guy through most of the movie. You go back and forth because Ethan, you're with Ethan Hawke, right? Ethan Hawke is kind of our guide through this movie. You're as confused and dumbfounded as he is through the entirety of the movie. But in the in the end, he's a good guy. He means well and he truly has the protect and serve aspect covered. That's what he intends to do. He's a good guy cop. Denzel Washington, not so much the case. And slowly it unfolds how deep and kind of overwhelming and what he has going on and what he's he's not necessarily a bad guy completely but he's kind of a cocky prick who finds himself in a really bad way and he's kind of making some pretty questionable and dangerous choices to get out of the mess he's in right this movie was great at the time denzel never had a role like this no he was always good clean he was always the good guy and he was good at it but still He's, and there's some great Denzel. I don't want to undersell Denzel's other performances. He's a phenomenal performer. Oh, no, he's performer. great. He's great. This one, though, just seeing him dirty and arrogant and just he's so unbelievably confident and cool. It's, oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Like, it's so cool and interesting. Fuqua does an amazing job covering this. Like, for in terms of filmmaking, he just picks his moments so unbelievably well to get confident and stylish with his filmmaking. Other times, he knows to keep it gritty and low key. It's just a master class in terms of filmmaking coming out of Fuqua. Seeing what the two leads are unbelievable. And you can't undersell Ethan Hawke. None of this sells if Ethan Hawke doesn't react strongly enough to it or viscerally enough to it. He fucking destroys it as well like it's so good when denzel leaves him at the end with the hispanic guys yeah you know he's so unbelievably fucked about two seconds before he realizes he's unbelievably fucked it's so good and scary yeah. and interesting like oh my god i don't know the actor's name but he plays um the the first drug dealer that they're up against in breaking bad tuco or whatever his name is i don't know that guy's name but yes he's in a bunch great. of stuff he's a great actor he's in that at the end it's just like it's so scary and you don't know what's gonna happen and it's just the whole time it's just you i mean denzel keeps you guessing then ethan hawk keeps you guessing in the third act it's just awesome cannot recommend this movie highly enough if you haven't seen training day it's super good i haven't seen it in forever but yeah man it's so good um imdb gives this a 7.7 out of 10 okay rotten tomatoes critics 161 critics give this a 73 percent i thought that'd be higher me too audience 250,000 plus 89 percent i give this a nine out of ten yeah the audience and you is about where i thought it'd be it's so good 
It's so good. King Kong ain't got shit on me. No, he do not. No, he do not. Well, I got a movie. Ooh. And, uh, you know, I it, behind the curtain, I usually check to see if we have any overlap. This is one that we might have overlap on. So, Ooh, so you might get a shorter episode later. <laughs> <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. I haven't done it. We haven't done it on the podcast. I will. It's on my list, so okay. I will skip it. Yay. You're I didn't good. ruin everything. You know, you got in there yeah. first. You got yeah. in there first. Well, that's the good thing about you watching a bazillion horror movies and then probably a billion Christmas movies against your will yep. is that I get all the new movies probably first. Oh, yeah. You get you get first crack. You had Wonder Woman. Yep. You had Soul. <laughs> you get you get if it's a new movie we've both watched, you will get to it first. hundred percent. So 2021's Mortal Kombat. I watched it on I can't. Oh, May 3rd. There it is. Jeez. It's an hour 50. Your genre is action, adventure, fantasy. It's a video game. You hear this? It's a soapbox getting drug out. Oh, I'm yes. going to drink more because I need oh. to for this rant. Oh, Keep boy. Going. I, I was curious if there was a rant because this is like uh, like uh, Kong and Godzilla. There was kind of like two camps about this movie. Yes. Oh, don't worry. I got rant. <laughs> okay. I'm going to start drinking. All right. You get drinking. <laughs> Directed by Simon McQuaid. I think that's how that's said. McQuad. Starring Louis Tan, Jessica McNamee, and Josh Lawson. Your IMDb movie summary. MMA fighter Cole Young seeks out Earth's greatest champions in order to stand against the enemies of Outworld in a high-stakes battle for the universe. Hmm. Many universes, I guess. Universe I. Universal soldiers. Universin? Is it like oxen? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Somebody smarter than us, let us know in the comments below. Yeah. Um... (laughs) You can. You could. Mob bullet points. The new character, you're either going to love him or hate him, is a, a highly debated uh, part of this. Mm-hmm. There is a cool flashback scene during the opening that kind of gives it a little, a little, I guess, backstory. Because uh, you got to remember, this is a video game. Right. And it's not even just that, but this is, it's just a tournament and ripping people's skulls out initially. That's exactly what it was. It doesn't yeah. have this great, like, oh, there's a bunch of ninjas. Yeah, because it's cheaper to just change the color and use the same pixels. That's right. So making and inventing a story is... A little, a little much. Yeah. Um, I like the concept of killing fighters prior to the Mortal Kombat tournament, kind of going around the rules. And uh, when a fatality does happen and you don't expect it, it really does rule. Some of them are very obvious. There was a handful that I was like, oh, that happened already, huh? Yeah. Cool. So, do you want to do your soapbox now? I can if you want. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I have to have a drink. Yeah, let's do um, it. <laughs> this movie sucks. Serious asshole. <laughs> and when I went into this, I was hoping it was at least better than Mortal Kombat, the first one. It's not. It's worse. It may be better than Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I'm not 100% sure. The new main character. Why the fuck is there a main character when we have, like, 70 fucking characters from 10 fucking video games? We need a new fucking character for this fucking movie? I don't like this guy. He's an asshole. He has no backstory. Story. He has no arc. I fucking hate that guy. I hate him. I hate him. You should hate him too. Uh, this fucking movie has no Mortal Kombat tournament in it. There's no tournament in this fucking movie based around a tournament. It's a Mortal Kombat tournament. It's a fighting tournament. It's the only thing that's been in the fucking game since the first one. This is a fucking tournament. And there ain't in this movie. It fucking sucks. This movie is butthole. And the people who worked on it, I'm sorry. I hope you. I hope you enjoyed the paycheck. That's all you're gonna get out of this fucking movie. It fucking sucked. <laughs> Well, <laughs> so so you didn't like it, huh? I didn't care for it. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> holy shit, man! Uh, I, the new character, that actor, I like that guy. He's very likable. He is actually like he's done a lot of stunt work. He's actually a really good martial artist. But uh, <laughs> how do I even follow up that rant? I'm sorry. Well, I didn't hate it like you did. Then that's fair. That's All right. Fair. So so we'll see if you yell at me. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's. I mean, it, you have so many characters to choose from. Yes, I agree. You don't need to make a new one. But I mean, as far as a backstory, it's whatever, right? Because I went into this like this is like Kong Godzilla. I want to see monkey punch lizard. I just want to see people get ripped up and and fight and whatnot. Yeah. I enjoyed it enough. IMDb, give it a six point two. Wrong. Rotten Tomato critics fifty five percent, two hundred and eighty critics. Also wrong. The audience five thousand plus. 86%. Yeah, okay. Are you ready to really be mad? Yeah, I suppose. I gave it a 6.5. Oh, my God. Because I had fun. <laughs> my wife gave it a 7.5. I think I'm upset. Because she had a lot of fun. Oh, my God. And the mother-in-law gave it a 6.5. Holy shit. I guess we're in the mood to see a bunch of people get murdered real nice. You know, there are some parts in there, and like I think this is what disappoints me the most, is there's some glimmer of what could have been. The backstory stuff, really cool. That opening scene's awesome. The opening scene is very uh, good. The Liu Kang and Kung Lao, yes. like those actors are both great, and I yep. think they do a really good justice to the roles. When Kung Lao does the hat fatality. It's awesome. Oh my God, I, I didn't see it coming, because you kind of thought they were going to do more Yeah, with the character that bites it. It's it's just a shame that like these characters are kind of underdeveloped. Kano by far the best character in the movie. But even him, I was kind of like, all yeah. right, how many one liners are you gonna do? Uh huh. Like, right. He grades everything. Everything's like close to good. Like Goro shows up, you're like, oh, he looks cool. He doesn't he look. Did. And then he's gone and dispatched in three minutes yeah, or whatever. Yeah. It's just like, oh my god, like these characters suck. Yeah, I. I, I guess the way I look at it is it was serviceable. Yes, it could have been better. Yes, there's there's probably better Mortal Kombat things out there, but I didn't expect a lot. It looked pretty. It did look pretty. I got pretty. cool Sub-Zero stuff. I hope the sequels are better because there's an opportunity to build. Like I just don't understand why Cole wasn't just Johnny Cage. And we didn't right. need to linger Johnny Cage around for the second one. Like, I don't understand that at all. I love that The Miz wants to play Johnny Cage. That is interesting. And if they do it, that would be amazing. I mean, why not? Why not? I can't make him any worse. That's true. 